0: Greetings, people, and welcome to another episode of Black Radio with your host, Alim Aswad Kinte. Alim Aswad Kinte means the Noah Black God in Arabic. Kinte is a word that is ancient in its origins. There it was a mountain, the same mountain that Genghis Khan used to pray at. He said that he received revelation from God from this mountain and that mountain range was called the Kinti mountains and in the ancient tongues the words are all the same because they share the same phonetic root so you can you know that the words are the same because they have the same phonetics kinti kinte is tomato tomato to them so just a little history background on your brother Background on ourselves. It's a a name that I have. I I wear the name, but the name really belongs to Allah, God. All praise is due to Allah. It's a beautiful day. I'm living in this world, I'm on this planet. I love my people. I'm reflecting today on my love for my people. No, we should be reflecting on the love. Everything is dependent upon something else. Everything. No such thing as self made. No such thing as I did it my own way. I did it my way, like Frank Sinatra said. There's no such thing as that. This is. This is arrogance and this is lies that we, we tell ourselves to make ourselves feel good. Truth is, we, we all dependent upon something else. I just ran into my brother. You know you're part of a universal plan when you run into somebody that it was a million chances that you wouldn't run into them but you ran into them anyway and you ran into them in, the, in a particular place at a particular time and it was that person you know you're a part of a divine system when, you, when those things happen to you ain't nothing by accident you know we live in a world where the, 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 the main thought process of this world um, is that everything is random you actually will hear this uh, this catchphrase in a lot of people's conversation they'll say oh well that was random it's a very Eurocentric way of thinking about life if you notice the Europeans they are very uh, existential in their thinking they have a very um, they have a vagueness to their thinking um, when it comes to their purpose in the world and that has you know transposed over into us, but we have taken on this randomness as well, and uh, randomness is a lie, there is no such thing as randomness, everything is done deliberately, or done with a, done by some ulterior motive some superior some, some is ulterior motive, some is a superior motive or a divine purpose, but there ain't no such thing as nothing random in this universe. You know, once we begin to look at ourselves as something that is here for a purpose, as I'm doing right now, and I can't fully speak on it because I'm just really reaching and reflecting for the first time that I've done in a long time you know so but I will say from what I've gathered so far in my observations is that we are a multicellular organism our cells are based upon subatomic cells and uh, sub- subatomic particles pardon me these subatomic particles spinning at the speed of light. And as the old Egyptians used to say, as so, as above, so below, we could bring the power of that light, that power of that speed up into the surface uh, where we can see it in our everyday lives, because it's inside of us. It doesn't exist anywhere else. It's all inside of us. And I know I'm talking very uh, high and uh, talking high right now. Not high. I'm just really uh, in love. I'm in love. I'm in love with myself and I'm in love with you, the listener. I love this universe. We have to... uh, begin to take a more scientific approach to understanding this universe there's a a spiritual scientific uh, duality to this universe it's really not duality it's just that we think in duality but it's all really it's all one it's all one but it is easier in our brains to divide it into two so that we can observe them both it's hard to observe them at the same time as they exist, but this—it's all one. You see. You see with the wounds and the dude. Shout out to Bill Cosby. Um, I love my brother Bill Cosby. I had an insane idea. I wanted to um, take Bill Cosby episodes uh, from the Cosby Show and and do Broadway, <laughs> Broadway. Uh, <laughs> Broadway plays From Cosby show episodes I think it would be great uh, My truthologist um, and, and dear friend uh, Kanye told me No don't do that That would, that would be catastrophic uh, No I, I love Bill Cosby um, America is not a place uh, Of upstanding moral character To uh, Determine judgment For Anybody America uh, is the most evil place. Is the most evil despot uh, on the face of the planet from any given time. Uh, more evil than the Babylonian Empire. More evil than the Roman Empire. More evil. More sinister. More more deceptive. So it 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 uh we it it doesn't uh, look. Logical for such an evil thing to pass judgment on a on a, on a man who did some wrong. I don't know, I don't know what they're accusing Bill Cosby of. And you don't know what they're accusing Bill Cosby of, but you believe you know because you have a a preconceived notion. And more so than that, a lot of you just love to see black men die a lot of you um, this world loves seeing black men die that's why when you watch horror movies or any movie for that matter you'll usually see the black man sacrificed first and what this is telling you from the white directors who make the movie is that the white man would rather see the black man die before he dies himself um, this is i mean it's natural to think that way uh this is the law of self-preservation uh the law of self-preservation states that we are to preserve our lives first And anything that is other than us would, we we look after that secondly. So because the white man is not black, he does not preserve the the life of the black man first. He would kill the black man first and then kill himself later, perhaps. But they love, we we have a fantasy. We We love to see black men fall. We, we were overjoyed, a lot of us, when Michael Jackson fell. Um, he didn't fall because he, he fell. He fell because he was pulled to the ground by devils. The devil reached up and, and pulled an angel out of the sky. And that's what Michael Jackson was. He's an angel. And he knew he was. That's why he always de- depicted himself as a, as a light, wearing gloves that glimmered and shined and, and moonwalking. and. And he always depicted himself as something from above, that he was. He was literally from above. He, he came from the ground, but he rose up, became an angel, walking this earth, sharing his light. Bill Cosby is a great man. Bill Cosby is responsible for having the most wholesome TV show, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, that has ever graced TV networks. In my opinion, the most diverse TV show. Uh, In my opinion, diversity that is not predicated on what whites like. See, diversity in the mind of a white person is really not diversity at all. It's really uh, pet ownership. You see you see a group of white guys, and uh, in the group there's one black guy. That's not diversity, that's, that's pet ownership. That's, uh, that's uh, white men walking their black dog. That's what that is. Uh, so diversity in the eyes of a black man is, is true diversity. It's really diverse. It's really equal. It's really f- justice. It's really, it's really free. It's really fair where the white man, he you would see Bill Cosby bring white people on his show. He, he treats them with the same admiration and respect that he does all his other guests. And you would see them, you know, have banter, have fun. He treats everybody the same. They would leave smiling. It was a beautiful show that shows me and should show you that the... The best leader, the most qualified leader, the the person who has the most qualifications to actually be the the shining example of humanity is the black man. President Barack Obama, for instance. The best president who ever graced that office. Because he he was equipped, naturally equipped, with the capability to love beyond his own race, that's only the black man that can do that. Really, truthfully. It's only really the black man who can do such a thing because from all races, all races spring forth from the fountains of black water. So, Bill Cosby is our brother. Omarosa, who is eating white people like breakfast that's our sister Um, no matter what evil she has done um, we all do evil we all do evil come on now who out there ain't done evil raise your hand cast the first stone did you do evil the other day did you do evil just a few seconds ago are you currently doing evil now are you thinking evil thoughts This world don't leave you untouched from evil This world will make you evil So we all have to be very patient with ourselves When it comes to uh, judging um, others We cannot, We don't have, no one has any room to judge We are not the judge We're not qualified to judge Not even qualified to judge your own self Because when you start judging yourself You never fair. you never give yourself a fair trial, do you? You don't look at all the good that you do, do you? You judge yourself based off of one moment and then you just keep judging yourself and judging yourself and condemning yourself to death. You're not qualified to judge yourself. I'm not qualified to judge myself. And you rob the opportunity for Allah to judge you. Well, not actually, you can't rob Allah. But it's all right. You don't have to judge yourself because you will be judged. You don't have to even assign yourself that position. You will be judged. <laughs> okay? You will be judged. You don't... It's okay. Sometimes we try to take judgment into our own hands so that we can give ourselves a lighter sentence. That's what a lot of white Europeans do. You know? They try to... They judge themselves. They don't want us to judge them because if we judge them, we, we, we might... Depending on what that, that white man did, we might be putting him to death if, we, if it was left up to us. You, you, uh, you killing black people out here with that aren't armed, yeah, you, you got to die. So they don't leave the judging up to us. They let themselves judge themselves so that they can get off and have a lighter sentence. We understand this. But um, don't do that. Don't get yourself off. <laughs> uh... Uh, not in a sexual kind of thing not in that sexual sense uh, don't get yourself off get yourself on if you did something wrong face the consequences of that wrong don't judge yourself though allow your peers to judge you allow Allah to judge you because it's coming but don't spend the rest of your time thinking about some evil that you did and how you you regret it that's that's the first step. But the, the real step is to uh, reverse the thinking that led you to do that thing that you did. So we love Omarosa, um, no matter what, what position she held in that White House. We love Omarosa. Omarosa is our sister and she's a fighter. She would be so excellent to have in the army for her people if that's really what she's doing. Um, it seems more so that she's fighting for herself. And that's what this world has taught her. It's a dog-eat-dog dog world, is what this world says. You have no friends in this world, is what this world says. Black people are crabs in a bucket. And this is a reality. Black people are crabs in a bucket. Um, Negroes and niggas are. Um, but there's, a, there's a, a upper echelon of black life that um, have risen above the crabs in a bucket mentality, and uh, but but sometimes the white man puts his hand in the bucket. He takes out a crab, and that crab think it's the luckiest damn crab in the world. And uh, that crab uh, doesn't know that white people like eating crabs. So Amarosa was a crab in a bucket. She got pulled out that bucket by a white man She felt indebted to that white man Because he brought her a lot of Uh, A different life That she never had before You know Black men we can't get mad at our sisters We cannot get mad at these sisters These sisters are accepting jobs From white men We can't be angry with them We have to be angry with ourselves That we not giving our sisters jobs Our sisters are intelligent man our sisters are strong and dedicated and beautiful to match. Our sisters have many hats and uh, Donald Trump, he had a position that matched the skill set of Amorosa, So she took it, she took an opportunity. The, uh, the cons of taking that opportunity was that she had to be, she lost herself. And now that she has been uh, eaten by the crab eater, see, the crab eater put some obey on her and, 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 and started taking some bites out of her. She didn't like that. And uh, we don't like it either. And uh, now she's turning back to her family for help. She's saying, will you help me family? I'm, I'm getting eaten by this uh, this this cracker, excuse me, this crab eater, and uh, this cracker is is eating me up. He's trying to destroy me. And uh, if he's not plotting to kill me, the white people who follow him are are definitely plotting to kill me. This is not this is not even a figment of imagination. It doesn't even it's not even um, paranoia. To think that white people actually plot and think about killing black people, that's not even paranoia. If you look in YouTube comment sections, uh, anytime when you see a white, an angry white person, they, they will publicly state that they have such hate and vitriol for black people that they would just rather see them hung or, or killed or, or slain in some sick, fantasyful way that they've come up with in their minds. They, they do... Consider the death of black people all the time. It's it's it, killing black people is an American pastime, just as American as baseball or apple pie. So please believe they're thinking about killing our sister and she's turning to us for help. Please don't call this sister a coon. Because you a nigga. Okay? No, let's, not, let's not let's not let's not let's not get away from that point. You are a nigga. And just as coons work directly under white people to, you know, uh, bring about white goals, niggas also, they don't work, the. you don't work directly under white people, you work from remote control. You see, Amarosa uh, in this situation, she liked the old TV, where you had to get up and you had to actually hit the volume button on the TV to turn the volume up. See, that's, that's direct control. She was under the direct control of the white man. You under remote control where the white man can sit on his couch and you could be in the ghetto and you say, well, there's no white people here. There ain't nobody controlling me. It's remote control, brother. You ain't being controlled in a way that you can, you can ostentatiously see. You being controlled in a way that is harder to detect and because it's hard to do the tech, and because you on drugs and alcohol and you trying to actually dumb down your senses to not detect it, you don't see it, but we do. You are a nigga and all a nigga is, is a slave. And the niggas today are no different than the slaves of yesterday. Actually, they are different because the slaves of de- yesterday, they didn't want to be niggas, um, they were niggas um, uh, from necessity. They were niggas because there was no other choice but to be a nigga. Today you have been many, many options. You have many examples that have showed you that there is a greater destiny that awaits you as a black human being. But you don't take that example. And I haven't taken that example. And we should be ashamed of ourselves. Don't judge yourself. But we should be ashamed. To, 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 st- to be a nigga in today's time. All a nigga is is the same thing it was back then. A nigga was a class of people who cr- were who created the bottom. White society had to stand up on some ground. White society had to stand up on some ground. And so the ground that they they chose to stand on was black ground and they called that black ground that they stood on, nigga. And today, they still stand on their black ground. And they still today, they don't call their black ground nigga anymore. They're intelligent. They're cunningly intelligent, sneaky, deceptive. So they don't call the black ground nigga anymore. They let the ground call itself nigga. They call the ground African-American. Yeah. It's a condescending term. It means that you're not American. You're from Africa. But you're really not even African anymore because you have no no real identity with Africa. You don't care about Africa. Come on now. Fuck, you You don't care about no damn Africa. If I gave you a plate of African food right now, said, here, here, here's some agusi. Here's some uh, pounded yam. Go ahead, try that, try that, brother. Oh, man, no, I don't eat African food. What you mean? What you mean you don't eat African food? What you eat? I eat Chinese food. Are you, are you Chinese, brother? Hmm? What you eat, brother? I eat Indian food. You Indian, brother? Man, they are black Indians. They are, the original Chinese were black men, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about why you don't eat African food. Why don't you have a connection? Why was your first connection to Africa, the Black Panther movie? Hmm? Because you're detached from yourself So to call yourself an African Is a lie Because you're not African And to call yourself an American Is a lie Because you're not American So what are you? You gonna spend the rest of your life Dancing between two places That don't accept you? The Africans don't accept you No Some of them do The wiser ones But Africa is Deep psychologically deep in their own tribalism. It's very difficult for them to let go of their sense of tribe. The, the love for their tribe is uh, a focal point in their lives. It, it, the love of their tribe uh, supersedes the love of black people. So that's why Africa has not been successful in unifying into a United States of Africa because they have tribal love that supersedes their their love for the greater nation They should learn from white people We should all learn from white people Because white people used to be tribes too You had the Germanic tribes You had the Francs Who turned into the French They were tribes But then they gathered together and made a country And they called that country France Hmm? Yeah The Germanic tribes Hmm? rallied together and they made Germany understand the uh, the Gaelic people of Britain they gathered together and they became Britain and so on and so forth so we have to we have to learn from white people we have to learn from them they are great examples they're not the greatest examples, but they are great examples. They earned that. Don't take anything away from anybody. They are great examples. They are our enemies. Definitely. We are our own enemies, but and they are our, we are our own enemies because they were our enemies first and they made us hate ourselves. So now we are our own enemies. So we have two enemies to fight. We have ourselves to fight first, the, de- the devil evil in us And we also have a mindset of white supremacy to fight. We're not killing white people uh, unprovoked. We're not killing white people for no reason. We're not doing that. Well, some of you Negroes say, well, the Negroes, not the niggas. See, the niggas ride, but we we don't want you to stay niggas. We want you to be black, but, but niggas do ride. Negroes don't ride. Negroes are afraid of white people, and they say, well, why kill anybody? Why can't we just all have peace? The Negro is a liar. The Negro is a closer, uh, uh, shares a closer correlation to white people than the nigger, and of course, definitely, uh, it's a far cry from the black. The Negro doesn't want to hurt any white person. It's like Samuel L. Jackson and the Django. You don't want to hurt no white people. Negro is a impediment a real impediment but the truth of the matter is that there's going to come a time where unfortunately and God willing this doesn't happen the way that I think that it might and the way that it's written that it will happen the the way that it's written is said that the um, rivers will, will, the blood will run like rivers of course you know blood won't run like rivers you know you won't see that. You're not gonna see that. But what you what it's saying is that there will be so much blood. Mm. There will be so much blood, and we know that that's true. Just from being black in our own communities and 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 feeling the tension that exists in our own communities between each other and we've all had our blood spilled by somebody else. I know I have. <laughs> my blood has been spilled. You understand me? I've almost died before. So we know that it exists within ourselves, so it can exist in a greater scale as well. It can exist in a greater it can exist if it can exist in the small, it can exist in the big as well. These are my reflections. This is Black Radio. Peace.